KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Hey, it's Matt Leon, and in this bonus episode of One on One, we talk Villanova University women's basketball. The Wildcats getting ready for the NCAA tournament. Villanova 28 and 6, a four seed in the field, and the Wildcats will host Cleveland State in the first round of the tournament Saturday at 5 p.m. at Finneran Pavilion. Cleveland State, the champion of the Horizon League, the Vikings 30 and 4 on the season. Now, Villanova is led by the leading scorer in the country, senior Maddie Seacrest. She averages an unbelievable 28.9 points per game. Caught up with Villanova head coach Denise Dillon to talk about her team's success, what makes Maddie Seacrest so special, and what she expects against Cleveland State. Give a listen. So first of all, congratulations. Just a tremendous season to this point. And how much fun is this? You know the matchup. You're going to be able to host, and you've got a few days now to prepare slash kind of just bask in the excitement of it all. How much fun's this time? Well, it's, I mean, obviously it's exciting. It's a, it's a lot of fun uh, being in this position, continuing to play, especially NCAA tournament. The, you know, it's a, the goal you set uh, from the start. Uh, now feeling good, like the excitement has grown with knowing our opponent, uh, knowing we're hosting he- here at Villanova. So I think last week, you know, after the disappointment of losing uh, to UConn, the championship, you're, you're you're not sure where you're going to be seated, but you know you're in. I think that was something uh, unique as well. Like last year, thought we did a great job, but still uncertain if we were getting in or not. We were one of, you know, last names called. Uh, this year, already knowing you're in, you're you're proud of that, but uh, curious to see where you land. So just a lot of. Uh, emotions go in, in that sense. And now just honed in, focusing in on what needs to be done in order to advance. Were you expecting to host? Was it a pleasant surprise? Was it kind of 50-50? We're on the fence. You didn't know which way it was going to fall? Yeah, I would say more 50-50. We, uh, you know, we were in the conversation, talked about in the first two releases, but a lot changes down the stretch, and especially with conference tournaments uh, when they're being played. And seeing a lot of changes there. I even look at it now with a team coming our way in uh, Washington state, them pulling off and winning the PAC 12. So it's pretty wild, like how much can change. So we just felt, Hey, it it doesn't matter. Let's continue to try and get better uh, individually and collectively and then see who we're matched up with. So finding out we are hosting. Yeah. I mean, that just gives us a whole nother element of excitement to all of this, like the support you you have. Uh, we've had some great crowds this year, so you know, they're all going to come out, but big picture, it just shows, you know, the program, like the, the continued growth of this program. And, and that's certainly what we want uh, and to get recognized is huge. You and I have a conversation back October 15th about this group. And I don't mean, did you think you'd win 28 games or did you think you host? But did this group make the strides come together as you thought it would? Did they exceed your expectations or were they pretty much on point to to from then to now? Yeah, I admittedly w- would say that they have exceeded expectations. And not that you put a number you just mentioned that it wasn't, you know, looking at how many wins we could have, but it was a little bit more of a stepping up to the challenge of some openings. I mean, Maddie Seacrest, you saw what she did last year and you're thinking like, whoo, that's tough to match. And not only did she match it, she surpassed it. Like she, 
just continues to get better. So with her leading the way, of course, that invokes confidence in uh, everyone around her. And you could then see it in her teammates, them being like, all right, like we've got, we got work to do in order to achieve more than we did last year. You know, we, we saw it in, in last year winning that first round. And I knew this team was disappointed with how it finished. And they came in in the summer and really got after it and worked. But at the same time, you know, we're trying to fill our second and third leading scorer. Uh, we're no longer with us. So you're thinking like, who's going to step into that role? You bring in a new player and uh, Maddie Burke, you know, who the system's new to her. Uh, our teammates are new, but I'll tell you, she stepped right in here. You would think she had been here from the beginning of her career. So just that continuity and excitement makes you feel like, okay, good things can happen. You could see it as the season uh, was rolling along. And again, I always put it back on the players. They, and obviously it's their success. Uh, They're the ones doing it out on the floor, but it was their mentality. You know, Maddie Seacrest was in here telling us, she's like, no, we're going to be better than we were last year. And we're like, okay, Mad, (laughs) like, yeah, all right, if you say so. And you could see, again, the confidence in some of the younger ones. Lucy Olson's growth is tremendous. Christina Dulce, we said, you know, she was right up there. She, I, I think she should have gotten the Big East Most Improved Award. You know, so you're just seeing so much uh, from each of them. But I'll be honest, like I, I see that potential uh, and you see, you see it on occasions, but not convinced as a whole, we have seen the best of them. So not a bad thing with some some more games to go. Maddie Seacrest, I mean, to your point, she puts up video game numbers. And as you mentioned, she was extraordinary last year, even better this year. Past the fact that she's incredibly talented and she can do everything, which is two big things on the resume. But what makes what else makes her special? Because you have, to, I would imagine, have to have a certain mindset when every team is putting your name and number up on the whiteboard first thing when they start to scout. And basically, we can't let her beat us, and all she does is beat them. So what makes her special? Well, certainly her her will and determination, which you know transpires to the, the work ethic. If you don't have that determination to prove you're the best, then you're not putting the time in. So she, you know, just her routine, her commitment to the game has been recognized from the start. I mean, you know, Harry and Joe can speak to it. Uh, even her red shirt year, she's still in the gym, you know, with her cast on or boot, you know, getting shots up, you know, that uh, w- when I came in her sophomore year, you could just see it like, okay, this is great. Like we've got a player who's setting the tone for everybody else, like leading by example. And then she uh, took that responsibility and role of, of leading in all aspects, you know, not just as an example and not just saying like, all right, uh, you know, give me the ball. I'll make something happen. No, she was committed to uh, making her teammates better, working with them in the off season, uh, having them train with her outside of the time that we were working. And then just the conversations, I think they take even farther. You know, they just, again, when I say she invokes confidence in players, like she convinced our freshmen last year that they, they were ready. They were capable of doing it and they listened and they did whatever was necessary. And then you just see them continue to get better and better. So yeah, she just has uh, that, that gift. Like she can impact the game. She can impact our community and the world just by being her. Do you have wow moments with her? Like where, cause I think one of the things when you've got a player that's elite like that, it's almost human nature. It's so hard not to take for granted, like that what they're doing it becomes so 
quote unquote routine because you see it all the time, but it's incredibly special. Like, do you have moments on the sidelines where you just kind of take a second? You're like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe she made that look that easy. Oh, yeah. You see some of the shots she takes and makes that you're like, how did she even get it off? Like, it's it's really impressive. But I think it's the the quiet scoring. You know, we're all aware that she is capable of putting the ball in the basket. But I'll tell you, I have no idea like what her numbers are in times like we're playing because you're just caught up in whatever that next possession is and the uh, overall score. But, you know, Dean will sometimes fire off to me like, oh, this is how many Maddie has. Or you look up at the board and you're like, what the heck, when did she get 35? <laughs> so, yeah, she just does it. She's so efficient. You know, she's just effective in what she does. Uh, she's scoring at a high percentage. She makes foul shots. So, uh, she rebound, you know, offensive rebound putbacks. But yes, you see some plays you're thinking like, oh man, we're not, we've got to get a shot off, but it's, we're not getting one this possession. Then sure, sure enough, there she is uh, getting a nice look at the basket. We need to take a break. We will have more with Villanova University women's basketball coach Denise Dillon right after this. And we are back on this bonus episode of One on One, continuing our conversation with Villanova University women's basketball coach Denise Dillon talking NCAA tournament. So first round, we mentioned earlier, you will host, you will play Cleveland State. I know as we're recording this, it's early in the week, but what have you seen on tape when you've started scouting? What do they bring to the table? Yeah, well, Cleveland State is uh, coming in. You know, feeling really good, thirty and four. You know, so I think everybody at this point is really good and. Uh, reason why they're playing in the NCAA tournament, but they uh, they have a lot of players who are capable of putting the ball in the basket in different aspects, the inside-outside game, you, you know, off the dribble, creating shots for their teammates. But the biggest thing is what you see from them is a matchup zone. And we have not faced many possessions of zone this year. So it's given us this week, it really allows us the time to review our zone offenses, like the understanding of read and react, um, you know, finding ball movement, uh, finding each other, but it's different because you typically, you know, in the, against man uh, defenses, you can put the ball in the person's hands. You, you want to make a play. And we've seen it uh, over and over with us doing that with Maddie Seacrest uh, within the zone. You, know, you got to have some patience and you got to recognize what a good look is, even if it doesn't go in the basket and just staying with it. So, you know, I'm hoping this team gives themselves some grace uh, in the learning curve of getting back to that uh, with the zone offenses and just working it out together as they've done so much this season. You mentioned earlier winning the NCAA tournament game last year, aside from the success, just how much does this, a lot of this group having the NCAA tournament experience help this year? And I don't, I mean, kind of past basketball because this is, I mean, you guys get a taste of it just in the Big East tournament, but you know, it's to a, a different level here and it can be easy to kind of I don't want to say you'll get overwhelmed, but just have your eyes going in a million different directions because everybody's texting you how great you are, how great this is. Kids are doing interviews. Maybe they're not used to doing stuff like that. But how much having been through the experience last year kind of helps you hit the ground running this year? Yeah, it definitely does. Anytime you have that experience, you know, allows you to take the next step. You know, last year, the group was just ambitious enough to get after it every day to find a way to get into the tournament. And then with that second game, as I said, the disappointment of not advancing just gave gave us the realization as coaches, like, all right, we, we're able to push them. We're going to be able to demand a lot of this group. And 
they face the challenges that we put in front of them. I mean, I talked about non-league schedule that we had. And uh, again, why we're in this position is because they accepted that challenge and won some big games when we needed to early and then prepared us for Big East play. So now here we are, you know, and having the conversations with the team about not just being excited to be in. Now it's about advancing and they're hearing us. They're, you know, they're not, you often feel as a coach, you know, it's like white noise, like, yeah, 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 we got it. Uh, But we're trying to quiet some of the outside noise, allow them to just focus in on what their job is and to be the best on the court. So us here on campus, you know, that excitement of our crowd being here, but we're also going to, you know, step away from campus. We're going to handle this like it's a road game. So, you know, we're not staying here in uh, the dorms apartments. We're going to get off campus and again, be like we're we're a visiting team, just familiar with the the territory though. Past the specific matchup with Cleveland State, kind of looking at this big picture, what are one or two things this group has to do to have success and make this a very fruitful run, you know, just overall things that boxes your group has to check to to make this what it can be? I'd say the number one is continue to stay true to who we are and stay focused on our defense and continue to really challenge yourself to rebound because we say like defense can keep us in the game. You know, rebounding can separate you a little bit. If we get too caught up on, oh, we got to outscore. If we lose that identity, then, you know, it, it ends quickly. But if we stay true to what got us here, but now advancing it, taking that next step, you know, each individual player being responsible for their role out on the floor, and doing that, then, you know, collectively we're getting it done. Uh, but if we're, you know, standing around and counting on one, two players to do it, now short-lived in the NSA tournament. That will do it for this bonus episode of One on One. Thanks to Denise Dillon for carving out some time during a crazy week to chat. Once again, Villanova's game with Cleveland State Saturday at 5 at the Pavilion. A win there would advance the Wildcats into round two, where they would host the winner of Washington State and Florida Gulf Coast on Monday. You can follow One on One on Twitter at One on One Pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. Thanks so much for listening.